Is being homeless similar to being an elf in Lord of the Rings where you just run around the forest and then you break apart your stolen car and sell it to get heroin? Coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. So I have a friend of a friend who owns an automotive repair shop in Portland, Oregon. And he got on the local news, and I think actually national news, because um, a couple thieves came into the parking lot where the cars that are going to be fixed are, and someone tried to steal a catalytic converter from underneath a van. I think this was like 6 a.m., and this guy was already awake, and he, he heard the sound of a sawzall, you know, cordless sawzall in the yard, so he grabbed his shotgun, and he went out to uh, prevent the theft. Now, he's not entirely stupid. I mean, I wouldn't do any of this, but the shotgun, he had rock salt. He had, uh, you take the, whatever, the little lead pellets out of the shotgun shell, and you replace it with um, rock salt. So he tells the guy who's underneath the van to get out from underneath the van and whatever, and unbeknownst to him, the thief has a buddy across the street, and that guy runs up and bear sprays the uh, automotive shop, the shop owner, we'll call him, bear sprays the shop owner in the face. This is all, this is all caught on video. Like we have a ton of, I think there's a lot of theft in this area. Well, I'll talk about that. But they got a ton of cameras for their building, so this is all caught on camera, and you can, you can go find it on the interwebs. But anyways, so this, you know, one of the the, the 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 I guess the driver, the getaway driver, thief runs up, sprays him in the face with bear bear spray, and uh, so he shoots that thief in the face with rock salt, and then he shoots the. Uh, the guy who had been under the van in the butt with rock salt as, as they're taken off. And I'll say, that's a little sketchy legally. I mean, they called the cops. I'll tell you about that. But anyways, it's a little sketchy legally. If someone, if a thief comes up and sprays you in the face with bear spray, I think you can, you know, you could shoot them in the face with whatever, a slug, a real, you know, buckshot, real, a real shotgun round because... They are threatening your life. You know, they spray you with bear spray. They get you on the ground. Who knows what they're going to do to you? So you could basically kill that person. But when the other person is running away, you're not supposed to shoot them in the butt. But they did. I mean, I think it comes down to whether or not shooting someone with rock salt is considered deadly force. And I don't know offhand. I'm, I'm sure if you did it in exactly the wrong way, someone could die. But, you know, it's not going to kill, not going to kill you mostly or usually. Anyways, the Portland cops, they, they came, they uh, took the statement, watched the video, and said, it's all good. You know, like, are the criminals going to try and go press charges about something something? Probably not, and they probably wouldn't have a case if they did. So, an interesting thing about Portland, you know, just, just like everywhere in America, but um, I think, I think what was Portland, like, you know, I think, like, murders doubled in let's say Chicago or something, since the summer of love of George Floyd. But Portland, they didn't have a lot of murders to start with, but I think their murders went up like by 800%. And we don't have the actual crime stats since the summer of love, but um, basically Portland was just an absolutely rock-solid safe city. And so, and now that it's not that safe, um, you know, it's, it's ridiculous. The percentage, if they ever figure it out correctly... The percentage that crime has increased in Portland in the last couple of years is insanity. But so, you know, 
Well, what about the cops? Well, Portland was, you know, they were pretty hardcore about defunding the police. You know, about as much as any city defunded the police, uh, Portland did it too. If you remember, Portland had Antifa. They had over 100 days uh, of, like, trying to burn down the a, a federal building. And, you know, and if Trump was like, uh, we should stop people from trying to burn down a federal building, then, you know, everyone was in agreement. All the media and everyone else was in agreement that's racist. You don't stop people from burning down a federal building full of people. You uh, let them do it, unless you're a racist, even though everyone involved was white, except for maybe the like the people who would have died if they did burn it down. There was a jail in there, so there's a bunch of nurses and jailers and prisoners, and so I don't know the race of the prisoners, but they're probably mostly white. But so I guess uh, when you call the when you call 911 in Portland now, you don't get a person, you get a recorded message that says if this is not, you know, if you're not calling about an immediate life-threatening situation, then the cops ain't coming. And I don't know, you know, I don't know about if you got a heart attack. I guess, you know, sorry, if you had a heart attack, crime is up, so we can't send you an ambulance, whatever. You're going to have to wait. You're going to have to wait. And so uh, the last time buddy of mine called them, I I think the time they were called about this incident, it took 12 minutes before a person was there ready to talk to you. So that's pretty crazy. I mean, I will say that Portland, the prices of, the housing prices in Portland are through the frickin' roof. People are moving there like crazy. I mean, whatever. People still like Portland, even though it's kind of a shithole, or parts of it are now. So I was telling a friend about this incident, and... Because, uh, whatever, my buddy was saying that this is because of homelessness. Like, they got giant homeless camps, and, you know, they're just, it's like, uh, it's like the zombie apocalypse. They got a ton of homeless people in Portland now. And so I was telling this other friend of mine about it, you know, and I just kind of casually said something about how it related to homeless people, and he's like, oh, you know, this ain't homelessness, this is thieves. And so, I mean, it's a little tricky, like, how do you differentiate between, you know, are homeless people bad or are only thieves who are homeless bad? I mean, it's a little hard to figure it out. Like, there's something called the 80-20 rule, and uh, I think this applies to, like, Twitter, Facebook, social media, etc., which is, like, you know, maybe 20% of the people on Twitter produce 80% of the tweets. Like, basically, there's a lot of people who don't do nothing. You know, they may be on Twitter... They may be on Facebook, but they don't post. Or they may be homeless, but they don't uh, go and rob people. And so, you know, I don't know. I don't know what the percentage is. You know, it could be 99 to, you know, it could be the 99-1 rule. So maybe, you know, 99 peaceful protesting homeless people and then one violent rioting robber makes them all look bad. I don't know. But I think, you know, like one thing can be certain is that, like, there are neighborhoods in Portland that have been just the safest frickin' neighborhoods in all of America, in all of American cities, basically, for 50 years, maybe even 100 years. And, uh, you know, they got these nice little parks. They got nice little manicured parks, maybe have a lake, whatever, a swing set, etc. And as soon as those parks became tent cities for homeless people, uh, you know, everyone's car is getting broken into, the women are afraid to like walk their dogs because some crazy person's gonna come up and yell at them, etc. 
And what do you do about it? I don't know. Like, I, I might have mentioned this, but um, if you look up where the homeless people are in America, it's like, it's like Washington, Oregon, California, and New York. And those are all like the most Democrat voting places in all of America. And then you look up like the, you know, the states slash cities where there's the least amount of homelessness. And it's like Texas, Mississippi, Alabama, uh, which are the most red vote, you know, the most Republican voting states in the nation. And so I don't know why. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't think Republicans have any solution to the homelessness. But, you know, maybe Democrats try and be nice to the homeless and that makes it worse. Like, no one knows. No one knows at this point why there's so many goddamn homeless. I mean, other than illegal immigration drives the price of uh, housing through the frickin' roof and then no one can afford it, especially if they're a little bit crazy. I guess all I can say about that is that I'm glad I don't live next to a homeless person. I mean, the nearest homeless person to me is miles away, and that's how I like it. Oh, and I should mention, um, so, you know, like I say, you know, there, there's, there's parks with, uh, I'm thinking of a specific park called Laurelhurst, but there's parks that have nice lakes and you can feed the ducks, except now it's a homeless camp of tents. Um, but there's other places that homeless people live in Portland. They like to live around the freeways. They like to live under bridges. But as far as automotive theft stuff goes, there's, uh, there's some... Um, they're not parks, but they're like forests, whatever. They're, uh, you know, they're, they're still a forest because no one's built something there. I think they're private property. But in some of the industrial areas, there's um, basically forest land still in Portland, Oregon. You know, P Oregon is famous for giant trees. Just trees and trees and trees back in the day. And so one of these areas, uh, like I was watching a video um, where a local reporter went and followed some cops is they went through this, like, homeless camp. I mean, it's, whatever, it's a forest, it's a homeless camp, it's, it's weird looking, uh, looking for stolen vehicles. And they're just, you know, and just finding one after another stolen vehicle. I don't think, I don't think any of the people were living in the vehicle, so it was no one, you know, whatever. I guess if you drove to this camp, if you're a homeless person who had a car, and you drove to this forest where all the homeless people live, and they take their stolen cars there to break them down and sell the parts... Um, I mean, you know, I'm sure as soon as you left behind your car, the other homeless people would break apart your car. So, you know, I don't think there's anyone, any homeless people living in the cars. They just live in tents, even if they drove there in a car. But basically, like, I think it's private property. The cops go through there, look for VIN numbers of reported stolen vehicles, maybe have them towed. I mean, the, you know, you look at the vehicle, it's like it's missing all its parts. I mean, whatever. You're never driving the vehicle again. They could almost set them on fire. Probably better for you and your insurance compensation if they would just set the sucker on fire whatever and then they leave i mean i think they you know i think even you know a cop pulls up someone is taking the carburetor off of a stolen vehicle like hey did you steal this vehicle oh no not me uh you know someone told me i could have this carburetor anyway so they let all the thieves go and i guess the homeless people i don't know so it's just kind of interesting like this is the new chop shop and i think they do it you know like basically you didn't have to worry about your car getting stolen in Portland that much back in the day. I mean, you know, a little bit. I think I actually had a stereo stolen there once. But, you know, if you if you remember, if you think of a chop shop in the movie, I don't know why. This is I, I'm not being racist, but it seems like in the movies, it, you know, usually it's like the movies take place in L.A. And it'll be some, like, Hispanic um, automotive repair owner 
but it's a front for a chop shop, you know? I'm thinking of, like, Nicolas Cage, Gone in 60 Seconds. Anyway, just whatever movie. And it's like, you know, they steal, like, a really fancy car, and then they take it there, and they break it down, or they repaint it, or whatever it is that they do, or they ship it to China, etc. But, I mean, here's my point. So, you know, I, I don't know if that ever really happened, but if it did, that's back in the day when they didn't steal that many cars. Now when you got, like, homeless people running around a forest, living there like they're elves in Lord of the Rings, stealing all the cars they can get, way, way more cars are getting stolen. And, you know, I don't think these, I don't think they're doing, like, a good job. Like, you know, if you're a good thief, say you're, say you're a homeless person, but you're a really good thief, like, if you're good enough at stealing, then you're going to have enough money to go get yourself an apartment. But somehow, I don't, I think it doesn't work out that way. You just take your heroin back to your tent and that's it. Twitter handle at Religion of Woke and thanks for listening.